Sent the text. Oh my gosh. All right. What you want? I was busy. I was trying to do some other, trying to expand my horizons. Man. And this group of people is so selfish. Y'all don't want me to do nothing but investing videos. Look, I'm trying to do some other things. Oh my goodness. That was rough. Well, anyway, you summoned me and I'm here. Let's talk some stocks. <laughs> Let's go. What's going on? It's your main man, Rick the Dawn. Hey, but today I'm Richie Rich. All right, folks, you know what time it is. It is time to get to some business. Thinking cap, please. Ah, ah yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. This episode is brought to you by wordy.com. Go and check it out. You can also listen to this episode on the Becoming Richie Rich podcast available everywhere. Go check it out. What you waiting for? All right, folks, here we go. We're going to go ahead and use wordy.com. This episode is brought to you by wordy.com. And if you can't already tell, we're doing something a little different this time around. All right. This time we'll be actually looking at a gigantic company. All right. Usually on this channel, if you don't know already, I typically look at smaller companies, penny stocks to be exact. And in this case, we're going to do something I've never done before, which is uh analyze a bigger company that's worth billions of dollars let's see what happens i have no idea where this episode is going to go all right but here we go if you're just in and you want to leave after a few moments let's just take a look all right right now this stock is trading at uh, 102 I'm, I'm so used to a penny stock i was about to say a dollar two cents uh 102 dollars point six and um if we look back it was trading a little higher and this all took place on was at October 24th and looks like it's come down just a little bit. It had a nice fall, come back up, fall, come back up. One thing that stands out to me is that these waves are a lot more aggressive, a lot more sturdier um, than what I'm traditionally used to seeing. And there are some peaks and valleys. So even though this company is worth a lot of money and uh, the average stock price is a little higher, there's still opportunities to make money. So when it drops, you, you get in, you, uh, you sell here, it drops, you get in, you sell here, it drops, you get in. And I would argue that in just a moment, based on the trajectory and the pattern, at some point it's going to peak and go higher than where it is uh, uh, currently trading at a dollar, I mean, $102.60. Uh, I think at some point it, it should rise to either $112 or $120 again. So I think that's your room for uh, money making right there. Okay. But um, in terms of what I invest in, of course, I wouldn't. However, if I invested in tried and true companies, would I invest in it? Absolutely. Why? Because it's so stable. It's, it's stable in this area right here. All right. This is where all the stability uh, the stability is. So I would say at any point, at any point in history that this stock is trading under $101.58, I would get in. All right. Would I get in right now? No, uh, because I know that it could bottom out at some point. And when it bottoms out, it'll probably fall somewhere right here in 80, like the $85 range. So if you see Amazon, you know, and I guess I'm speaking to myself as well. If, if I ever see Amazon trading under $100, I'm getting getting in because it's so comfortable above $100. So, yeah, I would say I'm going to wait until it goes under $100 and I'm jumping in with both feet, all three feet, all four feet. Um, but anyway, here we go, folks. Um, let's keep it moving. Now, if you're just here for that, have a good day. If you want to actually uh, stick around and watch me go through this thing and stumble over my own feet, trying to figure out how the heck to analyze a company this big, let's stick around. First off, 
Uh, let's take a look at some very obvious things. Look at this. This is ridiculous. Market cap is $1.05 trillion. What, what, what does that even mean? All right. Now, if you've watched any of my other episodes, you know, I look at penny stocks. I've never even, I couldn't even fathom. What, what is that? All right. The revenue is $513.98 billion. What, what is that? I've never even heard of that before. All right. This is insanely crazy. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's keep looking. I'm just confused right now. If you can't tell. All right. Uh, here it is. Amazon.com engages in the retail sale of consumer products. Don't I know? I mean, I get an Amazon package every day. <laughs> I'm not even joking. All right. Um, products and subscriptions through online and physical stores in North America and internationally. The company operates through three segments, North America, uh, International and Amazon Web Services. Its products offered through a store include merchandise and content purchase resale. So I love this because now it's showing me what the other penny stocks should look like when the descriptions are read. It shouldn't be confusing. Like I can understand what Amazon does. And not only that, I can see what Amazon does because I engage in what Amazon does. So I think this is the big difference between this, the stocks that I typically look at where I'm like, I've never even heard of this company and this company, which I actually invest in every day, whether I want to or not. So there you have it. Look at the, the amount of employees. This is like insanely, this is crazy. All right, what is that? 1.5 million employees? Like, goodness gracious. And the industry is diversified retail, obviously. All right, um, yeah, I'm really, really digging what I'm seeing. Uh, here are the board of directors and things like that. Uh, Jeff Bezos, the founder. I love it, I love it. Just wanted to see his name. Just had to see his name, y'all. All right, and as far as financials, I haven't really paid attention to their financials because I don't have to, but I'm pretty sure they're doing well. Let's see. Uh, they reported earnings result for the fourth quarter and four year ended December 31st. Obviously, for the fourth quarter, the company reported revenue was uh, 149. Wow. Okay, so basically uh, 149, um, 149, uh, 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 149 million, 204,000 uh, compared to uh, 137 million, uh, 100, 137 million, 412. Goodness gracious, this number is so big. I'm not even used to seeing these numbers. Like I'm used to reading penny stock, penny stock stuff. All right, net income was 278 million compared to uh, 14 million. All right, this these numbers are just that's what that my brain has to adjust. Like you're literally watching my brain adjust on the fly. I have to, like I'm so used to like looking at penny stocks. <laughs> it's like my brain has to flip, and it's like you know, it's like everything is inverted. It's like I'm trying to adjust like on the fly. So don't don't laugh at me. I know how to count. I know how to count. All right. That's crazy, though. And then the, the way they wrote the numbers is confusing. Like this looks like, like seriously, don't this like one hundred and forty nine thousand. So I wish they would have put the entire number out. I, but I understand why they did it that way. One hundred and forty nine million, two hundred and four thousand. I can't even understand it because it's like uh, the rest of the numbers are not there. Um, let me see here. For the full year, revenue was uh, five hundred and thirteen million nine hundred eighty three thousand. I'm going to assume. All right. Compared to USD, uh, there was a net loss, uh, two point seven million compared to a net income of thirty three. What is that? Thirty three million. It's so confusing to read it this way. I'm used to that. To me, that looks like thirty three thousand until you see the M. Um, but anyway, anyway uh, I'm still looking. Missy, diluted loss per share from continuing operations was was at twenty seven cents compared to diluted earnings per share from continuing operations, um, three point two four a year ago. Is that a million? Is that a cent? I don't know. Anyway, um, come come over here. The return on investment is three point five nine percent. So that is actually good. So that just means that if you get into this company, you stand to make some money. All right. Now, who, who's surprised by that? But I think the optimum space to get into this stock is under $100. I'm going to continue to repeat that sentiment because I really, really believe it. There is a lot of money here, obviously, but definitely even more if you can get in at, this, at a certain point. 
All right, so my favorite PE ratio is 25. Right now, the industry is at 78.47. And as far as the company itself, it's negative 384. I have to figure out, uh, I got to figure that out because that's that's not the number I'm typically going for. But that's because my brain, I work in the penny sector. Uh, but when you're looking at tried and true companies, I have to find my sweet spot there. So I can't necessarily hold the company um, at hostage because it doesn't meet my penny stock standards. So I have to actually do some research, become more of a, you know, a, a, a a tried and true investor mind. You know, I have, to, I have to adjust my mindset to understand what this company is telling me. So I, I don't really know. And I'm glad you're seeing me fumble because that's that's exactly what I did this episode for to see you or let you see me fumble and try to figure this out on the fly because I think that might be entertaining for some for some people. All right, as far as dividends, it's really surprising that Amazon doesn't offer dividends. They're doing doing so well. They make so much money. You would think they would off, offer their investors dividends. They don't. Uh, but that's that's their own call. And as far as revenue, this is a this is a little bit easier for me because it's just it's, it's really it's really clear for me. So 149 billion was their revenue. Their forecast was 145 billion, which means they're over their their projections. I love it. I love it. I think it's pretty obvious that right now this company is still at an A plus. I haven't seen any cause for pause yet. So, but you know, but let's keep looking. I want to look at the uh, technical indicators, moving averages, strong buy on hourly trading. So if you're an hour trader or a day, uh, yeah, hour by hour trader, strong buy. If you do every five hours, if you're a day trader, strong buys across the board. I'm very surprised to see that on monthly trading, they actually have a strong sale. I did not expect that. I thought that Amazon would be a strong sale across the board or at least a sale or even a neutral. So they're saying monthly trading is a strong sale. And I think we know why, because uh, we see what happens. It, ha it kind of has these peaks and valleys and you just want to get in when it valleys. That's pretty much what it is. So it depends on when you get in, which uh, which determines how the stock treats you. If you get in at a dollar ten, I mean one hundred. I gotta adjust y'all. If you get in at a hundred and hundred and ten dollars, then you're not gonna make a lot of money here. I mean, especially with the stock price being that high, you got to get in when it's under one hundred dollars. I stand by that. In fact, anytime I see Amazon trading under one hundred dollars, I'm jumping in with both feet, and that's regardless of what I'm doing elsewhere okay and as you look you can see right now by, by trading at a uh, 102 dollars per share it's getting close to that entry point okay it's getting very close and let's take a look look at this 43.8 million transactions i told you i can count it's just the numbers was, was so, i hate reading those things if you can't tell it's so confusing how they write those and, and you know what as a saving grace i know somebody somebody is really really like can this guy read i'm gonna tell you exactly why i had confusion i'm gonna go back just for a second I'm gonna do something I don't really do. Watch this. All right, tell me if I'm, is it me or is it a conspiracy? Okay, I'm gonna show you exactly what I'm talking about, and I want sympathy after this. Okay, this thing I don't know who writes these things, but I'm just telling you right now. There, look at this right here. Okay, let me zoom in. Do you see this? There's no space after the period. Okay, and if you look over here, you can see what it's supposed to look like. So what I'm explaining to everybody is the way that these things are written. Is absolutely confusing, and you know my brain is tailored to reading professional papers, and I'm a, you know, so when I I can't read, like I don't understand, like I'm trying to. <laughs> this whole episode is a adjustment for me. All right, I want to now look at the historical data, okay, because that's going to be really important for the way that I invest. Uh, for 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 this particular space or moment, the high is 100 dollars. That's really cool. That's pretty cool, but it's surprising. Um, we know that the stock. Can, can can balloon to a dollar twenty and higher, and then as far as averages, ninety eight dollars. That's surprising. I thought it would be the average would be higher, but I thought the, I thought the average would be one hundred and four. Believe it or not. So right now the stock seems to be on a downward downward trend, but I think that's exactly where it should be if you want to get some money. 
Once it goes below $100, it's money time. And you may have to hold for some time to actually see those gains, but you know you're gonna make money if you buy the stock under $100. I think it's just that simple. The low is $88. Whoever got into the stock at $88 is sitting real pretty right now because they, they know what's going on. You get in at 88 or 90, I'll even say 90. You get in at 90 and you sell it at 120. That's, that's your game right there. I don't know who, who disagrees with that, all right? Who disagrees with that? Please tell me in the comments. You get in at 90, you sell it at 120. It's, it's happening like clockwork every single time. We saw the patterns ourselves. All right, as far as stock splits, there are four stock splits. Um, let me see here. Yeah, I remember I remember the one that happened recently. That's the one I'm looking for. Yeah, this one right here, the one that happened on June 6, 2022. But their stock splits is different from a penny stock stock split. They're not stock splitting to try to get above a dollar so that the, so that their uh, company doesn't get removed from the exchange. Amazon does a stock split to make their stock price cheaper so that they can get new investors in. And that's a whole different ball game. They're trying to get people in because if you're a uh, penny stock investor like me, you're like, I'm not touching $120 per share. Just not, I'm not touching it. I'll buy in if it's a 10 cents per share. But Amazon realizes that. So they do stock splits, reverse splits to bring that stock price down and uh, allow new people to enter the boat and go for the ride. And that also helps the company in terms of revenue, market cap, all that. So it's a bit, like I said, different ball game. Now, looking at Finviz, we can quickly take a look and just see what's going on here. Uh, nothing crazy that's moving the stock price. Usually Finviz has percentages on the side, or is that only as it relates to penny stocks? I couldn't tell you. All right, let's see. The wise provider includes free Amazon Prime. I actually want to read this for my own, like, you know, as, as, as a customer, I want to see what the news is. All right, the wireless provider includes free Amazon Prime. So somebody, some wireless company is bundling Amazon Prime with their services. That means Amazon is inundated with other companies. I love it. And inflation data, Disney layoffs, word about Elon's AI pause, the 15 best-selling products online. So that's definitely us right there. Uh, has uh, He's been there for nearly 10 years now. He's narrating your audio book. That's kind of interesting. I'm not sure what that means. Get the best in class. So it just seems like Amazon is so so diverse and with like they don't they're not in cell phones they're not in bicycles they're not in television they're not in electronic they're in everything they're in life and that is my brain is starting to figure it out that is the creme de la creme as it relates to being a company have your hands in everything don't put yourself in a neutral box this is why jeff bezos can't lose because even if uh you know electronics has a bad year he still has comic books he got he's in everything so there lies why, if you've uh, ever been frustrated with my channel about, hey, why Rick is only, why is Rick doing video games? Why is Rick doing music? It's because I want to be inundated in everything, everything, okay? And that's my model. Always diversify. Don't ever put yourself in a in a, a neutral basket, ever, because you, you stand to lose if that basket falls a plunder. Now, I want to go ahead and look at the uh, short percentage float of this company just to see if there's anybody banking on Amazon to fail. <laughs> should I say uh, just to see if anybody, I should say if any idiot is banking on Amazon to fail. Let's take a look. All right, the short percentage float is 0.63%. That's negative. Right, right, exactly. Now, please, I, I was going to say, who's sitting waiting on Amazon to fail? Maybe in 100 years, but right now, no, Amazon is hot fire right now. In terms of ratings, can anybody be surprised? A minus uh, from a short-term investment perspective, the company presents a, a deteriorated fundamental situation. The companies, we know that. I think if you're trying to get an Amazon to sell like day trading, you're going to fall on your face. I think you have to play the long game with Amazon, in particular, getting in at 90 cents, 95 cents. I mean, 
$90, $95, brain still trying to figure it out, and trading at $110, $120, something like that. I would like to see the weaknesses, though. This is very interesting. Um, the company appears highly valued given the size of its balance sheet. Interesting. All right. The valuation of the company is particularly high. Given, all right. We, we saw the same thing. Uh, for the past year, analysts have significantly revised downwards their profit estimates. Hmm. So it sounds like a lot of uh, analysts and investors and, you know, media outlets are saying that the company doesn't appear as strong as some might think. If you're just like used to Amazon thriving, they're trying to poke holes in that theory and saying it's very possible that some things could be a little off rocker. Not that they're going to fail or fall down and go a plunder. It's just things are not as balanced and perfect as you might think at first glance. I wanted to look at some, uh, some current reports just to see what's going on. We know for a fact Amazon is far from being delisted, so we don't have to worry about that because this is not a penny stock. All right, uh, we got the fourth quarter results. There were some minutes to articles and corporation or, by, uh, or bylaws. This is something you want to read if you're investing in a company, for sure. You want to know all the particulars. A lot of times, investors don't really look at the reports, so they're investing blind. But when you look at the reports and actually read them, you actually find out what the company is doing. And you know that's certainly something that I like to do. Entry into a material uh, definitive agreement, other events, entry into a material all right, all right. Uh, departure of directors, so some, some people are leaving. So these are the kind of things I'm talking about. Why are people leaving? That's when you start to figure out those kind of questions or ask, ask those kind of questions. Next, I'm gonna look at uh, another space which analyzes the stock from a more narrative base. Uh, here it is, trading at 33.3% below our estimates. Of course, of course. We saw that the, uh, they probably estimated high because it's Amazon, but we saw with our own eyes, it's trading around $100 mark. And we also saw that it tends to peak underneath that about 88, 85 cents. So it looks like they had some projections that might not be what we're seeing today. And if I was making the projections, I wouldn't be so surprised. I would say, hey, I don't, I'm not, definitely not placing um, the stock price in above $110. I just, I'm not doing that. It seems to be more comfortable around the 110 mark, if there's any comfort at all, right? We can speak of it at all. At all. all right, earnings forecast to grow 40.83% per year, and I absolutely believe that. I think that is incredibly accurate to state. I think that Amazon is far from growing. Uh, you know, I should say far from pink peaking. I think Amazon has so much room to grow because People will not stop buying. It's not going to slow down. And I think because of that, this company has so much space to grow. All right, no risk detected. This is an absolute first. I've never seen a company that doesn't have a risk uh, on this website. On this website, there's like a ton of things in terms of risk analysis for penny stocks and stuff like that. But when we're talking about a tried and true company like Amazon, there's nothing to even speak of. Insane, right? Now, taking a look here. I would like to go to Stock Twist and look at the investors that are that are currently invested in uh, Amazon, and this will allow us to see how they feel as investors, and then make a decision whether or not we want to feel the same way. All right, so here we go. <laughs> look at this: twelve new Amazon posts since I opened this tab. So this company is always running. All right, if anyone can help share, oh wow, you got people just posting GoFundMe's on it. That's, that's like a first. Like Amazon is such a popular company, even on Stock Twist, that people just throw advertisements on it. All right, analyst price target for next week. Somebody's giving some uh, some early information there. Let's see here. Let's see here. Um, wow, somebody made a, a ton of cash. Two hundred. Yeah, can I can I borrow some money, bro? Can I borrow a couple of dollars? All right, another way Amazon is planning on wrapping the stock value. Element six, the future is in the works. So it looks like even though, and this is one of my biggest uh, likes about Jeff Bezos, he doesn't rest on his laurels. 
He doesn't say, all right, I've achieved, I've achieved enough. He keeps pushing. And I think the most successful people in life just keep pushing upward. They never get content. Uh, it's billion dollars. He's a billionaire. He can literally go to sleep every day for the next, until, he, until he's gone and it wouldn't matter a lick. He doesn't have to work. But as, as you can see, he's not even the person that's at the top of the food chain anymore. I think he stepped down and he's still in the business. He's still in the game. He's still trying to find things to innovate. And, you know, there lies my mindset. I'm always trying to innovate, trying to figure out what, what else I can do. What else can I can I try this? I don't I'm not afraid of failing. And I think a lot of people are. I'm not. I want I like to fail. I think failing is the first step to greatness because you, you have to fail. If there wasn't a such thing called failure, we would still be hopping on horses like, ha! you know, we wouldn't have cars. Somebody had to have the, have the idea and then have the fearlessness to fail in order to get us where we are right now. Failure is the first step to innovation. So I, I really love this about Jeff Bezos. And I, I just I can't tell. I can't state that enough. All right. Started trading over five months ago. I lost fifteen thousand dollars. Now I've made over exactly because I'm assuming I'm not sure what the stock price entry was, but I'm going to guess that he got in pretty high or I'll say somewhere in the middle. Right. It, it dropped, which it, which it typically does. And then it skyrocketed to, well, you know, 100 something, 110 plus. So I'm going to be someone who shares a similar sentiment because I'm telling you right now, I'm going to get into this company if it ever trades. If I ever see Amazon trading around the $85 mark, I'm getting in. All right. Maybe even $90 mark. And it might be too late. I feel like this stock is going to keep going up. They're going to have to do another reverse split. That's that's what I'll probably say. I'll say if this stock ever does another reverse split, I'm jumping in. All right, because it's, it's going to probably do a reverse split to get back to $100. And then it should take a little dip when it first opens. Maybe that first week or two, it should hit maybe the $80, $80 mark or something like that. That's what I'm getting in. Okay, and I'm going to just, and, and this is the kind of company that once you get in, you just like set it and forget it. You come back 10 years later, you've made uh, somewhere north of 10K, right? So that's what I'm thinking. And my last thing I would like to do is right now the stock is trading at $102. So let's see. So stock price, $102.06. Here's my only issue, my only objection with this company. Uh, I use Robinhood, so there are no commissions. But um, this is my only objection. It's such a high entry mark that it might be difficult to earn or make any money off of it, okay? So if you want to get in with 100 shares, it's still going to cost you $10,000. You see what I'm saying? So the entry mark is so high, which is why they might do reverse splits and things like that. You're not going to get in without really wanting to get in. $10,000 for 100 shares up there. Now, let's talk about what I'm accustomed to doing. All right. This is what I'm accustomed to doing. I'm used to getting in a company that's 10 cents or let's let's keep everything the same. Just move the decimal. All right, this is the, the, the average place that I'm more, more comfortable at. All right, so to get in, it would cost me 10 bucks. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? And if I were to sell, let's say it actually, what if you got into a penny stock at 10 cents a share and it ballooned to $115? How insane would that be? You would make 10 grand off of $10. Wow. So anyway, thank you for watching this. Uh, I think it's pretty clear. Oh, man, I'm going to go with A. I, I did see a few things that... You know, like the balance sheets not being absolutely pristine. I did see things like that. But who, who are we kidding, man? Who are we kidding? All right, I'm going to drop this in the finance bucket. I'm going to press create. And this thing should go live. Remember, uh, with wordy.com, anything that you type, it will be on the front page. <clears throat> front page, just like what I just did. Uh, yeah, use responsibly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But no, I'm extremely happy that I have taken a look at this because I think what happens is, 
You you trade penny stocks for so long, you forget what a strong and undeterred company looks like. And I just saw it. And I think now I feel more comfortable going back into the penny stock sector and knowing what to look for, not feeling bad for a penny stock that's not doing so good. It's like, wait, you should be doing good. As an investor, look, that's your job to get your businesses, your business in, uh, in order so that investors like myself can come in and feel comfortable, right? I shouldn't feel risk like I'm taking a risk necessarily. I mean, we saw it ourselves on that one, that one company or that one website. The risk was zero. There's no risk. So, you know, Hey, get your get your stuff together. That's what I'm. That's what I what I say say to these penny stocks when I get in. Like, hey, it's not my fault that your 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 company right now, in my opinion, is a D minus or a C plus or whatever. Get your business get your business in order, and that won't be the case. Uh, that's what it is, folks. I really appreciate you watching this. My goal for this video is 20 likes. If you can do that for me, you have done me a big a big favor. Thank you so much, and I'll see you in the next one. Peace.